Hi, I'm Kurt Barnes. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible. It's my prayer that you would be continually growing in your relationship with Jesus and that this podcast would be one of the many tools that the Holy Spirit is using in your life to bring about transformation. Don't forget to press the subscribe button and remember, you can hear our full-length sermons at scf.tv. All right, we are looking together at Romans chapter 5, verse 1 through 5. So let's start by reading it once again. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance, and endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So today we're going to begin by looking together at verse 3. Verse 3 again says, Not only so, but we also rejoice in our suffering, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now, you may have been tracking with me really well through verse 1 and 2, talking about how the war between man and God is over and how we now stand in this wonderful place of acceptance in God's presence. But now, Paul starts to talk to us about suffering and rejoicing in the midst of our suffering. So before I go any further in talking about suffering, I want to just press the pause button on this for just a second, because I realize that listening right now, today, there are some of you that are really suffering, hurting, literally fighting for your lives. This topic of suffering is something that I myself have become intimately familiar with since I had an accident in 2009 that left me with nerve damage and severe chronic pain. So I want to pray today that as I begin to speak about suffering, that you understand this first and foremost. God is not looking to or trying to punish you. Remember, the war is over. We stand in the place of grace in the throne room of God. So your suffering, your pain, it's not a disappointed, frustrated God-looking to hurt you or harm you. Your pain and your suffering grieves the Father. It was not his original design for mankind. But after our rebellion, after the fall that took place in the book of Genesis, everything, the whole world, forever was changed. Now, how do I know that God cares about your suffering? Well, I'm glad you asked. I know because he sent his one and only beloved son, Jesus, to suffer and die so that he could end the war of hostility between us and through Jesus offer us healing for our lives, for our soul, and for our body. Completed fully one day in the future, but available to you and I today through the blood of Jesus. We know this because Romans 8.32 tells us this, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with them, graciously give us all things? 
So I wanted to make sure to bring this point of clarity before we go any further in talking about suffering because we have an enemy, the deceiver, who would love to take my words and the words of God from the text today and bring condemnation and heap up additional suffering on your life today. Remember, we know that's not from the Father because Romans 8.1 tells us there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay, so now let's look back at our text today. Paul says we're to rejoice in our suffering. And what he doesn't mean is we're to fake it. He's not talking about us putting on a plastic smile or pretending that everything is okay when it's not. He's not saying be Pollyanna and deny reality. He's not talking to us about artificial happiness. See, many people take these verses and say that Christians always have to put on a smile, but that's hypocrisy. See, being phony is not what Jesus expects from us. Jesus is not telling us that in rejoicing and suffering means that we're to pretend that everything is okay when it's not. He also doesn't mean that we're to enjoy our suffering. That's masochism. That's not what he's saying at all. See, the most important word in this verse is the word in. We are to rejoice in our suffering. It doesn't say we're to rejoice because of our suffering, and it doesn't say we're to rejoice for our suffering. It does say that we're to rejoice in the midst of our suffering. So what does that mean? See, we rejoice knowing there is a purpose through which God will and can use our suffering. Why can a Christian rejoice in suffering? It's right here in the text. We can rejoice in suffering because we know. This is why Christians can rejoice in suffering, because we know something that other people don't know. We have a perspective other people don't have. We have an understanding that non-believers simply don't have. We have a different perspective from the rest of the world. We rejoice because we know something. So what is it that we know? We know that suffering produces See, suffering accomplishes something. It's not just meaningless. For a Christian, suffering produces something. I was in the delivery room with my wife, Summer, as she pushed in hard labor for five hours to have our first son, Keegan. I have seen the pained expression of my wife as she struggled in labor, and it was tough to watch her pain. But I've also seen the expression Once my son Keegan was born and placed in her arms for the first time, when her whole life and expression and look changed, because the pain had produced something wonderful and something worthwhile. See, that's what Paul is talking about here. He's saying, we know there is pain in life, suffering, trials, problems, distress. But for a Christian, it produces something. So we can rejoice in God as we go through it. Because we know it's not just meaningless. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you that you suffered on behalf of us. You came down from heaven, lived a perfect life, and you suffered and died on the cross so that we could have the forgiveness of our sins and so that our suffering in this world wouldn't be meaningless. We ask you today, Jesus, to comfort those who are suffering for your kingdom to come and your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that you'd bring healing and hope to anyone right now who's listening to this and who's suffering. And I pray that they would find rest in knowing that you are good and that you have good in store for them. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.